What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ken Frederick Podcast, KF Special number 19, Wrestle Kingdom 12 Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just stumbled across us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at kfpodcast on Facebook, at Ken Fred Podcast on the Twitter, and pretty much Ken Frederick Podcast everywhere on your social media needs. Also, please check us out on SoundCloud where we have fresh weekly content. Just look up Ken Frederick Podcast. So we got Don hey. and Brock today. Hi. And we're going to talk a little Wrestle Kingdom that me and uh, Brock said not have watched. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, my chair is extra squeaky tonight. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) So Don didn't get a chance to make it, but he knows some of the stuff that happened. Right. So I just want to go down each match and kind of a little talk about it and go from there. Do your thing. All right, so the opening uh, bout for Wrestle Kingdom 12 was the New Japan Rumble, which is pretty much a 20-man Royal Rumble, if you're familiar Mm -hmm. with that in WWE. Uh, I'm gonna. This is. We're also gonna be butchering a ton of names, but it was <laughs> fun. Uh, so Masahito Kakahara, Kakahara is the guy that won. Bring that up right now. Yeah. Okay. So he won, and the big story with this match was he was like what the last entrant, maybe second to last. Second to last, I think. But he just beat cancer. So this was like he was kind of I think like a mid card guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was his first kind of match back. Uh, I think the last four people were him and Cheeseburger from ROH, and uh, I see a David Finley in there. Is that related to Fit Finley? It's a son. The son. Oh, okay. Yep. Gino Gambino. Like Gino Gambino. Yep. That guy. Now the big the the one that I think I was most surprised at is after David Finley is delirious. Okay. Delirious is the head trainer for ROH's school, and he was also a big guy in Chikara. Yeah. Okay. And when he came out, I was like, oh, geez, Delirious. <laughs> See, Takamichinoku was in there. Oh, yeah, Takamichinoku from WWE. I can't believe Juice and Thunder Lager is still wrestling. <laughs> Listen, that guy was on this, and he was on the night after at the <laughs> day. Yeah. How old is he, 100? <laughs> well, I mean, is it? I feel like it's almost like Tiger or whatever. What's I it, think Tiger it's Rouse? the same guy, though. It, I mean, he wrestled on down. NXT that one time they brought him in. It lo- he looked old. Well, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing like he doesn't move as well as he once did yeah, he just does the baseball slides yeah baseball <laughs> slides uh, maybe a couple handstand flips kicks okay. a lot of kicks who's El Desperado is he a Latino wrestler I'm trying to remember which one this is because they all kind of oh, there's a, oh he's part of uh, he's the masked wrestler part of Suzuki Goon no Suzuki. I don't know that's the the Oh, sorry. We're going to be butchering this stuff up. Yeah, Suzuki Goon. Or Suzuki Gun. They were calling it Goon. But Suzuki Gun faction that Taka Michinoku's with. Okay. And they're like, they jump everyone. They're like more evil. Than, they're like the most evil group. <laughs> okay. Because all the stables in this are mild degrees of antagonists and evil or protagonists. <laughs> okay. They're the most antagonistic group. They debuted last year, the day after WrestleCon at New Year's Dash, or Wrestle Kingdom at uh, New Year's Dash. And they beat up all the like the established guys. Okay. So, all right. Well, thirty-one minutes on that too. Start to show up on a thirty-one minute event. Yeah, well, well, it's a Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. So every, it, every minute or so, somebody came out. Now, what's the a, winner of this get? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they get to win. They get to, well. Basically, <laughs> that's I think, what I asked Ken during the show. I was like, "Is this just like for fun?" Yeah. <laughs> well, this is their pre-show, so you know how they're doing stupid Brizongo matches yeah. and all this stuff in WWE. They just do a Royal Rumble and they go like, for th- through thirty guys yep. for nothing, and it gives everyone a spot. Like, 
This is their Andre the Giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royal. Okay. And they do it for the while people are walking in, you get to watch it. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger shows up and, and is the last This guy's cheese oh, I see him in here, cheeseburger. Right? Yeah. Wait. Have you ever seen him wrestle in ROH? Real he's like maybe a buck ten soaking wet. No. Yeah, he's like the the whole story is yeah, I could get it. I was reading his whole backstory. I'm sure you get said. lost. Oh yeah. So the next match, the number two match, was a great match. Here, guys. It was the Young Bucks versus Rapongi 3K. Rapongi 3K. Show and yo. Show and, Show and yo. yo. Led by Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero. So Rocky Romero is part of a, a tag team called Rapongi Vice with Trent Beretta. And then he said, I found some guys that are 3,000 times better than Rapongi Vice. And it was Show and Yo, hence the name, Rapongi 3K. Okay. That's They're good. They're young yeah. kids. They're probably in their early 20s. Now, who were the title holders? They were. They were. They beat the Young Bucks months ago for the light heavyweight tag so champs. Young Bucks won them back. Won them back. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight yep. and they're, Tag Championship. They're the first ever seven-time holders of the belt. So is there two tag team champs? There's yep. junior heavyweight tag belts and regular. Yep. Yeah. And a six man belt. And the six man belt. Own the the heavyweight belts ever? No, no. the junior heavyweights. They're the junior heavyweights because they, they keep got, it pretty separate in Japan with that stuff. Because if you would see them go against the guys that they're the way they book the heavyweight ones, they're like monsters. The heavyweight champions were Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Hoyt or Lance Archer. Is Lance is Archer, big dudes. Yeah, yeah, so two six eight guys, close okay. to three hundred pounds. I mean, because in WWE when they book a tag team, it's Big Show and Kane, and then they destroy everyone. They would have their own division and actually have a chance to like have interesting matches. So like having the the cruiserweight belt. Yeah, exactly. But having tag belts for it too. And they have so many people in New Japan. This is perfect. I yeah, they have like a roster of 70, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of belts, but that's also, too, makes like a show like this interesting is every belt was being defended. And pretty much every – this is a little off topic of titles, but everybody in New Japan, I found out, is a part of a stable, which we've always, like, wanted in WWE. Yep. But yeah. They actually do it there. And, and it's not, like, obnoxious stables where they're always coming out. It's just like, hey, you know that these guys have your back. Well, why do you – because I've heard you complain before sometimes there's too many belts in the WWE. Why do you like all these belts, then? Because it's not – because in New Japan, the amount of belts they have, except for the Neverweight stuff, which just gets a little weird, which we'll go over, everyone makes sense because they're getting people over in places that WWE can't get them over. Like, I really think that Sho and Yo, if they went to Vince, Vince would make some horrible gimmick where they're They would be Shinsuke Nakamura's – um, Bollywood boys that get beat up. Perfect example is those guys. <laughs> yeah. So the Singh brothers in in New Japan would probably probably put the belts on those two guys because they can go. They're small. They have other small guys that they can like they actually wrestle with. They have charisma. Like they they would actually get some kind of traction and actually get some credibility in New okay. Japan. Where in WWE they're just side characters. If they did a 205 live belt and maybe had some of these smaller guys actually wrestle for that, that would be all right with that. But I think that should be a, a three-man belt in WWE, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Okay. So so the Bucks win. Bucks win. It's a good match. I noticed that they are completely different in New Japan as they are in ROH as they're in their style. In ROH, it's high spot after high spot. Yep. Where in New Japan, they're more trying to tell like a traditional wrestling story, which, is, th- which is good. I don't think people know that about them. Yeah. I think that they realize that in Japan they have to wrestle that way to get the crowd into it. Mm-hmm. Where in an ROH show, they know that they can do high spots and the crowd will be into it, and they, that's that's fine. That's all they want to see in an ROH yeah. show. Yeah, unfortunately. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was I boring you <laughs> no, there, Yons McGurk? You're fine. Go ahead. All right, so the next match was I kind of I went and got pizza for, so I missed part of it. He didn't but miss th- much. This is the annual. They always do a gauntlet match for the never open weight six man tag title. What does that mean, never open? Weight? So there's it's an acronym, never. Uh, what, do you know what it stands for? I'll look it up. All right, describe. So there's three never weight belts. So apparently in, in New Japan, they, they don't follow these. Don't follow any weight class. Anybody can challenge. Anyone for them. can challenge for them. Okay, and they're kind of like they're. This is their mid-tier kind of stuff, it seems like. Okay. This is where either open, like guys that are they're trying to promote or guys that are very much established okay. will get these, and then they can... Why is that just called open weight? Why never open weight? Because it was, well, seems like it crosses each other out. New blood, evolution, valiantly, eternal, and radical. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. Thus, when you said it's an acronym. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the I you said it was an adjective. I, it was, no. I, I like great for it out of there for a minute. And it was it, it's it was a formula that was developed to promote younger and new talent. But then they put it on all these old guys after like the third title reign. And yeah, totally ruined that. Because really, yeah, like this stuff, like so. Trent Beretta and Tommy Hiri, Tommy Hiri Yoshi, and Turu Yano, and I think I was reading about Yano, not Yano. So this team's from Chaos, which is like their face group. They're the good guys. They're all the good guys. Toro Yanu apparently was their one of their biggest heels for a long time, but he turned face, and he's part of this group. And then this Ishii guy is just a just a brick shit house, and he just beats people up. And then Trent Breda, if you, you remember Trent Breda from WWE, I think they're really pushing him to be a heavyweight. He kind of developed into that over the this year. Yeah. And had a great match with Kenny Omega, and it really established him as like a singles. Mm-hmm. And that's how they kind of broke him up from Rapongi Vice. So they won the belts. Um, they have a rematch. They won the belts essentially from Bullet Club, which is Tama Tonga, Bad Luck Fale, and Tonga Loa. So the Bullet Club lost. Yeah. But uh, they get a rematch the next night on New Year's Dash. We'll I talk about that. I thought Zach Sabre Jr. was in there. Zach Sabre Jr. is part of. Uh, he, no, he's part of... Uh, he was in that Cruiserweight WWE tournament. Yep. yep. What group is he part of? Oh, he's part of Suzuki Gun. Yeah. Oh, Suzuki Gun. That's the... he's Which is weird seeing him. Yeah, because he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit. It's all Asians, and they're real evil, and then it's like Zack Sabre Jr. wearing a black jacket, and he's like, like I'm evil too. But it was... So, let me ask you a quick question. Is the Bullet Club over with the Japanese crowd? Or no. is that... They don't like them. <laughs> I don't think that they don't like them, but out of all the groups, like, Chaos is huge. And Gobernales de Japón is, like, huge. And uh, that's, like, their two big stables. The Bullet Club's more like the American people. Well, yeah. Them. it's Really, it's everyone that's not, you know... There's only one Japanese guy in the Bullet Club. Yeah, and he's the Tokyo Pimp, and I can't remember his name. Okay. It's uh, y- Yujiro Takahashi. Okay. So... But yeah, they, but Fale, Tonga, and uh, Tonga Loa and Tama Tonga lost. Who used to be Camacho. Camacho. In WWE. But they're, it's Haku's kids and Bad Luck Fale, who's okay. also. A cousin. Yeah, but what is their nationality? Uh, Polynesian. Polynesian, yeah. Okay. But, so, all right. But that was probably the, I agree, probably the worst match of the night. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It was just. No predictable it's predictable and also too it was long it was a lot of people and it was convoluted at times but. i did like the team of big mike and warbeard and all those guys. oh yeah war machine and mike elgin was a good team 
they know how to group guys together that look cool. Like, you know. Mike Elgin doesn't yep. look cool, does he? Yeah, I was like cool Mike. With him. Yeah, I liked Mike Elgin. Okay. With War Machine. All right, so the only <laughs> the only match without a title belt, which is Kota Ibushi versus Cody Rhodes. There was a title on the line though. Who was the most was handsome. handsome? Yeah. Okay. So during this match, uh, Kota Ibushi wins. Um, I think they're really developing Brandy Rhodes as a great heel valet. Mm-hmm. She got involved a little bit. She's really coming into her own from just announcing in WWE. I think they missed yeah. that talent. She's wrestling too, right? Yeah, yeah. she's wrestling. Um, taking bumps. 15-minute match. It was good. Okay. Um, then the next match was for the... This uh, word. What's this word? Los? Los Ingobernales de Japón. Oh, wow. What's that mean? The Ungovernables of Japan. Okay. <laughs> Evil and Sonata. I, I like this tag team. I liked well, I watched them last year too at this. They're basically it's a uh, Asian Undertaker is evil and Sonata is Cold Skull is like his like gimmick. Yeah. Sonata was in um was in TNA for a while. Yeah, he was, was James he, Storm's guy. He was James Storm's guy. Okay, well yeah. they really missed the boat because I I think Sonata's I thought he good. was good there. Yeah. He was kind of they made him kind of cheesy then, but because mm-hmm. yeah. they don't know what to do with Japanese guys in yeah. TNA or anybody else. Well, they made the, the biggest star right now in New Japan was is uh, Okada, <laughs> and they made him like Kato over there. Yeah. So, okay. well, so even when Sonata won the tag belts, good match it was a good tag match. I hate the killer elite squad yeah me too lance archer is the worst person in the world he comes out with literally a 24 case pack of water spits it all over the fans it's yeah, like, like six minutes of intro of him spitting on it was people. terrible like i'd be pissed if he spit on me and it's all because he can't get real heat in a match so he does this because like, he has no personality no. who was he again Lance Archer, Vance Hoyt, Vance Hoyt. Dallas. <laughs> he was the remember the guy in TNA that had a tramp stamp but no other tattoos. It was real awkward. Yeah. He looked like House Show Test. Yeah, that's him. Dallas. Yep, yeah. that's yep. him. So, I mean, he can wrestle. Like he's good in. The, the, I wouldn't have him anywhere other than this. But yeah. And I found out watching the next night, he they're part of Suzuki Gun. <laughs> so they're with like Takamichi Oku and all these guys, which is weird because they're not. They seem like easy Bullet Club guys, but they're not. Yeah, that's what's weird about it because New Japan lets these guys do indie bookings, so they have, you know, they're all over the place with all these different characters that they play, and then they all come back together for this. Yep. And they, kind of they, and they have to fall in line to what New Japan wants here, but yeah. whatever you do anywhere else is fine. Because I heard that they run a tighter ship than Vince even does. Everything has I to be, be surprised. So that match wasn't bad. I think even when Sonata sold the entire time, came back. That's kind of like TN, or that's kind of like New Japan's formula. Uh, the guy that's getting beat up for the first ten minutes of the match is going to come back in the last five and kind of win yeah. it. It's good. It's fresh. I mean, for guys that normally watch WWE, I think it was it was it was good. Okay. Next match I really enjoyed uh, it was uh, Goto versus Suzuki. It's the Suzuki guys, the leader of the Suzuki Gun Group. This is the open weight championship. Open weight, yes. yeah, never open weight championship, and it was hair versus hair because and it says never real big across the belt. It's because it's an acronym. Yeah, yeah. it's it, an it adjective. stands for <laughs> new blood evolution valiantly eternal and radical. N dot e dot. It would make that more sense. It's just a big word never. I wouldn't be surprised if these titles cease to exist soon. Well. I think with yeah, it wouldn't be new no. blood evolution. Valerie, <laughs> uh, so Suzuki has been apparently beating up Godu nonstop. So finally, Godu says, "I want another match, but the only thing I can give you anymore is my hair." So they did a hair versus hair and belt match, and finally, Godu the the Godu the face. 
And Suzuki was pretty much bald already. Yeah, Suzuki, I, I thought he had cool hair. I, Mindy wouldn't let me cut my hair like this. So he's pretty much bald, but it's like... He has like, like a cockatoo tuft. Yeah, he has this weird big tuft of hair in the back. Then he had all these designs all around his head. And you wanted to cut your hair like that. <laughs> yes! A grown man. What's he's older thing? than I am, and he made it look cool. You were, and you work for a store, and he works for wrestling. You're not a wrestler. I mean, I wear suspenders. That's <laughs> fine. But anyway, so go to one, and I thought it was cool because Suzuki, they were, all the Suzuki gun guys are trying to drag him out of the ring so he didn't have to cut his hair. They rescued him. They rescued him, and then he finally comes to and realizes they're dragging him away from the the, the chair and the, the clippers that they have set up, and he gets pissed off and walks back in the ring, takes the clippers, sits down, goes to cut his own hair. <laughs> clippers don't work, so it took him a couple minutes to get him working, and then he cut his own hair and left. Like one chunk out of it before. Yeah. That's all I could get with it. But <laughs> That's why... It, WWE, I, they learned this whenever they were doing the inductions in the Straight Edge Society, not to use the battery ones. You had to use the plug-in ones. <laughs> it's a little bit of trivia. <laughs> so by the time they got to Serena, it actually worked. Hilarious. All right, so best match of the night was the four-way match for the IWGP Junior Weight Heavyweight Championship. It was Osprey versus Marty Scroll versus Hiromu Takahashi, the ticking time bomb, and Kushida, the time splitter. And I think everybody liked someone in this match, and uh, was rooting for someone at the house. And it was mm-hmm. it was you like Marty Scroll. I, I lost. Marty Scroll's great. Um, he lost. He lost. He was a defending champion. He was came out with these cool big wings that opened up because he's the bird of prey and he's yeah. the villain. And is uh, that why the villain hat? Yeah, yep. yeah. That's his line. That's he's the villain. He's the villain. So okay. it's a good match. I had a lot of good high spots, which. It was, it was a very high spot fest, but it wasn't over the top. But it was at the right point in the card. Yeah. It was at the upper mid, right after all these heavyweight matches, yeah. and then they put those guys right in there. And, and that Goto-Suzuki match was very, it almost technical. felt technical. It was very, like, it wasn't flashy at all. And this felt great. And especially with what follows it, 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 did, it, it did well. I so, thought it was the best match of the night. I agree. So then there's, uh, the next match was Tanahashi versus Jay, Switchblade Jay White. Which I don't get the appeals of Switchblade Jay White. This is someone that they, I guess he was blonde a while ago. Yeah, now he has like black hair with purple tips. Yeah, he like dyed his hair black, he purple like tips. Dork. Yeah. And like he's, he's a, a decent wrestler. I saw New Zealander. Yeah, I saw his entire ROH run they did. Because uh-huh. I, I went to a TV tape and they filmed like six weeks worth of footage in one <laughs> night. So I got to see his entire run and they just had him. Every night, he, it was all one night, though, was doing a time limit draw with a bunch of former champions. So, like, they're really trying to put this guy over, but nobody really cared. Yeah, it's... it's He's decent. It's just, like, there's no character development or personality behind him. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, but Tanahashi won. He kept his Intercontinental Championship. Tanahashi has the greatest hair in the business. He does. It's amazing. Did you pull up a picture of him to see him? Uh-huh. He has to see his hair. He, the, the hair's great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's he's that, that's some hair right there. <laughs> Brock Looks like him. a Dragon Ball Z character. <laughs> People love him. So and they have an Intercontinental and they have a United States belt. It's a little redundant. They, yeah. And then they have an an open weight heavyweight, a never open heavyweight, a heavyweight. Yeah. A light junior heavyweight. Junior heavyweight. Yeah. It's better to break it up. So you got a junior heavyweight and a junior heavyweight tag. And an open heavyweight. Well, okay, go ahead. You so the open the, weight is a six-man belt. Yeah. So there's, there's an open weight single champion, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's the never, the never open weight. The never open weight. So, there's two never open weights. So let's break it down by, so there's the never open weight six-man heavyweight. Okay. Then there's the light heavyweight tag and single. Don't say never open weight I'm sorry. and heavyweight the same. That's confusing. It's different. It's totally it's different. Totally I'm sorry. Different. Never open weight three-man and singles. Okay. The lightweight tag and singles. Okay. Heavyweight tag, tag and, and singles. singles. U.S. intercontinental. Okay. And then an open weight yeah, I got to do yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, that's wow, that's a lot. Well, let's just be honest. The U.S. title, I think, was only given, created to give the Kenny Omega yeah. to try and get Buzz over here. Okay, and it so worked. That's... Yeah, because he he won it in L.A. It'll probably be defended against someone big when they come back to L.A. Which he's announced... had it here since July. I read. Yeah. Well, that's when they they, they did a big they tournament. Did a tournament. Yeah. Just look through all that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. He's the only only one to hold it so far. Yeah. So Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. This was the big one. And I liked it. Maybe I was too hyped up for the match. 35 minutes. It was, good. It was a long match. It, it was, was good. good. It didn't need to be no DQ. Longest, well, the title was the longest, though. Right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it didn't have to be no disqualification. They did some table spots, some chair spots. Some cool spray. Some <laughs> cool spray. I forgot about that. Um, it didn't need to be that. I think that they're... They Is could, Kenny Omega the leader of the Bullet Club? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which I'll talk about after the, the okay. this card. Right. So, yeah. It, Kenny Omega won. It was good. I don't think, like I said, it wasn't the best match tonight. It was there good. There wasn't any Bullet Club interference in the match? No, they yeah. don't do that. There's no, like, interference like that. Like, you would think in a match like this in WWE, it would be guys running in, yeah. super kicks. Nope. The Young Bucks walked out with them, and then they walked, they go back. Um, guys will come out with people and then they just go back up or they'll stick at the ring and just, okay. so it, they don't stay around too often. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. I can't really think of anything that out of the ordinary that, that made this great or like something, some spot. No. And once you listen to the the podcast with Kenny Omega on Jericho's show, you'll, you'll get a different appreciation for it. But I think both of them are great workers. I was, yeah, you know, it was it was a really why good that? match. Why we have more appreciation for it? Just so hearing like the things that went wrong that they had to correct on the fly and stuff like that. Mm. Is Kenny Omega the best wrestler in New Japan? It's tough. He's up there. He's, yeah, he should be top three or four. Is his mic work that good? Yeah, yeah. He's probably the best mic. Well, I mean, I I think so because he speaks English. <laughs> Does but he have a cool entrance and all that stuff? His yeah. music is very classical. Like, What's like, a video game theme? Yeah. It's his like, presence. His He's the only, he, Bullet Club's the only one that comes out to like a special entrance, I feel like. Maybe Okada did a little bit. Yeah. But Kenny Omega came out in this giant pharaoh costume with a laser the, gun. He's trying to get out of the... He said this on the podcast. He's trying to end the cleaner gimmick. Because he used to come out with a broom and just sweep the whole way down the entrance ramp. <laughs> yeah. Dance because he, like, yeah, he was the cleaner. Yeah. yeah. He'd have one, one of the Bullet Club guys be carrying a garbage can and he'd put stuff in the garbage can yeah. and stuff. So he's trying to move on past that. So he's trying to develop this god of wrestling character. So he's going to dress up as different, like, mytho- mythical gods and stuff like that. Okay. So he did cool. Anubis this Which kind of reminds me a little bit of the B- Balor used to do a bit of that over there, right? Well, he, he would come out of different demons and different yeah, characters. He, and Different comic book characters or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. He, it, and he was, him and I think Marty were the only ones that had 
different attire for their entrance. Yeah. Because Marty had the big, giant, like, crow, like, raven's wings. Okay. There's a funny story behind the entrance, too, that he talked about on the podcast. He asked for all these different things. Like, he wanted a bunch of girls dressed up as, like, Egyptian, like, Cleopatra type stuff. Mm. And they said, okay, yeah, we'll make this happen. Like, at the zero hour, like, no, that's not going to happen. And they're like, well, what happened? He's like, we ran out of time. Okay. <laughs> He's like, well, we told you months ago. <laughs> it's fine. Said, so it's figured that they were going to do something special for the main events entrances instead. Yeah. He said they just came out to their music. Yeah. Yeah. So he was really upset about it. Yeah, they, they, it was really, they didn't. They, they were going to record new music for him and everything that had, like, an Egyptian feel to it, but they yeah. didn't, didn't do it. Because, you know, like, the last match at, like, Mania, there's, like, you know, Rusev comes out in the tank during yeah. the daylight. Yeah. None of that here. Like, it's yeah. just like he put on, like, Anubis stuff and was walking out. And it's yeah. like, hey, everybody. Yeah. So the production yeah. isn't there for it. Yeah. No. He, he did a big entrance last year, though. He came out as the Terminator last year. Uh, with no, new like music and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he did it before Triple H. Yeah, Triple H did the Terminator. Yeah, Triple H, H did that. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. That was when he wrestled uh, Sting, wasn't it? Yeah. But... Well, the last match is Okada versus Naito. Well, Kenny Omega retained his United yeah, States that's title. True, yep. yeah. um, Okada versus Naito. Uh, I like Okada. I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of his finishing move because he uses it so many times. In match. Like, who was yeah. the current champion going in? Okada. Okada. Okada is for a long time. He is the man that makes it rain money. He's that's why he's Rainmaker Okada. Oh, real quick, in the Jericho Omega match. Chris Jericho is the only person to ever kick out or break up the pin from the one-winged angel. Okay. That's like Kenny's finishing move when he hits it. No one's ever kicked out of it. Didn't Okada and Omega fight last year? Yeah. That was the main that event. That was a match that you loved so much It was great. It was, yeah. it was vicious. Yeah. People and call I, it the best pro wrestling match of all time. And uh, it, the Jericho Omega match wasn't as good, and I don't, and I don't think the Okada Gata, or the Okada Nato match good. is either. It was good. Like, I enjoyed them. I thought the Okada NATO match was better than... The Omega Jericho? Yeah. I could see that. I feel like it was... Well, especially with the belt being on the line. Like, I feel like I knew Jericho wasn't going to leave with that U.S. belt. Right. Like, it's not going to happen. Um, so, that's why I don't think that that even needed to be a part of it. I just yeah. want to watch the match. That match is just getting... I almost think it's a thing now where Kenny Omega has to have the best match on the card. Regardless of what else happens on the show. Yeah. And He's it, their it, guy right now. They it, want him to stay. Well, Dave Meltzer loves him, oh, so yeah. that's that's where these star system comes from. Yeah, but I think there's other. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think Kenny Omega's great. I'm a big fan of his, but he doesn't have to have the best match every time. You can admit that these other guys are doing yeah. some good stuff. He's that. He's their guy, though. He's the guy yeah. that if you're an indie wrestling fan, you like Kenny Omega, and you don't want him to come to the WWE because you want him to be on. <laughs> he's your guy leading the indie revolution. And well, really, that's. It's true. You shouldn't. There's no reason not to like him. Like I don't know what you would like. Okay, he wrestled a doll, like in a a broom, (laughs) and and a kid, (laughs) and a kid when he wrestled for DDT, like wrestling six or seven years ago. But that's who hasn't done stupid gimmick matches. Like it happens. From what I've seen, he seems cool. I would watch. And he's totally changed his style too. Now that he's a main event guy, and he's a heavyweight. He's like a legitimate heavyweight wrestler. Mm -hmm. But he's not that big, right? He's like 203 pounds. He's about as big as Jericho. Yeah, yeah. About as big as AJ, probably. Yep. Yeah. Which it it works well. He's a guy that I think can wrestle all sizes. So yeah. But so yeah, that was that match. Uh, Okada's finishing move to get back to the main event. He does like a, 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 almost like a swing arm clothesline. Mm. So he'll grab you, ripcord you back, and then brings you in while he holds on to you. And he does it so many times during the match. And yeah. they yell Rainmaker. And, 
And Kenny has a very similar move, but it's uh, with the knee. It's that it's, uh, he stole it from Nakamura when they were feuding. Yeah, he calls it the V trigger instead of the King Shasha or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but then I I wish Naito would have got the belt and someone fresh because Okada's had it for over a year and yeah. a half now. But all right. So. So yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. What happened then after? So the night after was New Year's Dash. I'm not going to go through every match, um, but the big thing was. Basically, talk Bullet Club because that's the biggest like indie ramifications for over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a three man match with, or yeah, it was no, it was a ten man match. Whereas Bullet Club, so just Cody Rhodes, uh, uh, Chase uh, Owens, Chase Owens. Let me try to find the whole line. Marty Scurll. Yeah, Marty's in the Bullet Club. Yeah, Marty's mm-hmm. part of the Bullet Club. And it was uh, Leo Tonga. Leo Tonga, who's six eleven, who because who knew that? That's, no, you say they're they're this big of a group, but they never come out all together. They come out all together for this. Like they all came out doing their two sweets and whatever, and like it was like but, Kenny Omega and everybody. Oh no, no, man, they, they never had like all of them together at one time. Which is like this. Whenever they were fighting, there was a lot of talk of the Bullet Club like breaking up because there was dissension. Okay. All the Tonga Polynesian guys. Or like together and they're too sweet and they don't like it whenever like the young bucks and those guys are one sweeting because they got cease and desist orders, so there's like they're playing that into it. What's uh, one sweeting? It's they literally lift one hand up because their WWE can't s- sue them for doing one sweet instead. Why is that they're allowed to two sweet? No, not Seas- since they did that invasion of Raw. Yeah, yeah. So they're not allowed to do two sweets. That's why they their finishing move now is called the cease and desist. It's but the a, but the other guys are allowed to two sweet because they're based in Japan and it's uh, yeah it's it's some Can weird. Kenny Omega two sweet? No, it's weird because he was over. He was with them when it happened. Yeah. They were. It was him. It was Kenny Omega, Cody one Rhodes. Sweet. What's a one sweet? It's like yeah, just the Marty's out. involved in that group. Yeah, uh, Hangman Page, I think. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> they're an odd group then, especially in Japan because it's weird for them because I think in Japan they're not top tier, but over here they're huge. So yeah. it's like, how do you deal with this? And then there's a fr- like a group of them like. They're huge here in like ROH and all these. Yeah, other that they uh-huh. share. Yeah, but over there. They're mid-card guys. So, anyways, 10-man match, you know, whatever's happening. And Cody's on one side and Kota Ibushi's on the other side. They wrestle each other at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. History of Kota Ibushi is he used to be tag team champs with Kenny Omega before he joined the Bullet Club. Okay. So, Cody Rhodes is mad at Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, because there isn't just an Ibushi. Yeah. Like, yeah so, and uh, he was going to, like, they're going to beat him up. He's got a chair. Kenny Omega stops him. Tells him to stop because I'm the leader of the Bullet Club. You're gonna listen to me, and they're like pushing each other back and forth and whatnot. So finally, everyone comes away. Like they take Coat away, and he, and then he goes to induct Sling Blade Jay White into the Bullet Club. And everyone's like, "Oh, this is huge! This is huge!" He takes the shirt, puts it on, and then he does Sister Abigail's his like finishing move. They call it the Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. And he does it to Kenny Omega and walks out and throws the shirt on him. And then all the Bullet Club comes out and try to, like, and Jay White runs away. So Jay White didn't want to be in. No, he did the, the sting turn. Did the sting turn. Yep. Okay. So there's a lot of talk that Cody, that Kenny Omega, and they're going to split the Bullet Club into probably, like, three. Like, all the Polynesian guys will be. So it's a wolf like, pack and a, and a Bullet Club white. Well, <laughs> Hollywood. The reason they're talking also is Cody dyed his hair white. ROH show, Marty Scroll came out in all white. For his like his vulture costume that yeah. he has, and then they're thinking it's probably going to be 
Cody, Marty, and Hangman versus like Omega and the Bucks. Because mm. that could be a good match. They're all about the same size. Okay. And that'll be the, and split those guys down the, you know, the two sides. And there'll be a maybe a, a white and black and a black and white kind of situation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then also Jericho came out and, and, and uh, did a code breaker to Naito and to end the match or end the show. Who's that guy? That's the guy that lost the, to the champion. And the, and he, the reason he... On Naito. I thought you said Knight Owen. I thought it was no. a different guy. No. Because <laughs> I Knight didn't Owen. hear about Knight Owen. Knight <laughs> Knight so Jericho's going to stick around for a little bit. He's trying to get a, a Lesnar-type contract with New Japan. Okay. Well, the reason he came out and jumped Naito is apparently all the press before Wrestle Kingdom, they're booking as a double main event show. And Naito got pissed. He said, there's not a double main event. He goes, I'm in the main event. I have the G1 chant. I won the G1 Cup. Yeah. I'm and it was legitimate, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was not happy. Yeah, and it. he's like, I'm fighting Okada. We're the heavyweight match. Everyone else is not that. Like, everyone else is below us. Mm. And uh, <laughs> they kind of set up this feud where it's going to be Jericho maybe versus him in a match coming up. I'm so. surprised Jericho's sticking around and not trying to get back in. I thought he was out touring. I'm surprised he's wrestling again. I thought well, he was doing he is. he is. He's touring. He'll be in Western Pennsylvania soon at Jurgles. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah, he's playing Jurgles. In April, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, he's totally going to be. A, it's. I would think he would come back for, like, WrestleMania season. Nope. I doubt. I mean, unless. Maybe he feels they don't need him. Well, I think Vince is cool with because let's be honest. You see Jericho, you see a WWE guy, you see a WWE guy just starting to like start shit with New Japan. You don't. I'm sure Vince is fine with it. Yeah, and they don't really need him for this one time around. They have enough stuff going on, especially if they're going to induct Goldberg and yeah, and, and yeah. The Hall of Fame and. Well, I mean, they needed him a couple of years ago when talent was getting hurt and yeah. they were running short towards the end of the year. Knock on wood, there's not too many injuries other than Ambrose and whatnot, mm-hmm. but. I really liked Wrestle Kingdom. I think it's going to suck me into watching it more often. I enjoyed it a lot. How do you watch more often? Where do you watch at? Apparently, it's on, it's on the... They have... They have a streaming service. They have, we watched it on New Japan World. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky to navigate until you get to switch to English. Mm-hmm. And then when you're setting up your payment options, it's tricky because there's no English options. Yeah. So I was having issues signing up, so I just used someone else's account. Did it account. spoil that at all when you logged in who won? No, no, no. They were really good about that. Okay. Which, uh, three so days. So they'll have weekly shows out there? Yeah, yeah. Apparently in, J- in Japan it airs three times a week. Okay, wow. So um, I don't know if all those are on the, the New Japan World. The other thing that's, that's rough is not, all, not everything's in English. Yeah. Because Saturday night, um, I'm sitting at it. It was like 10 o'clock at night, and on the Access Channel, New Japan Wrestling was on. Yep. And I'm like, oh, well, they just had that big event. I'll turn this on, see what's. It's probably all. On. It was the top three matches. It was none of that. I don't know what oh. it was. It was matches that I've never heard of from years ago. I don't know what it was. Huh. I'm like, what am I watching here? I'm like, there was Kenny Omega, where's the Bullet Club? It was a bunch of people I'd never heard of. They weren't talking about Wrestle Kingdom. I don't even know. Which is a shame. Like, I'm like, what is this show? Like, it's on Access, which isn't the most popular channel, but like, it had nothing to do with the with anything. I don't even know. It was a repeat. It was like this was. Record. I thought they were supposed to show Wrestle Kingdom on that. They're week. supposed to apparently. I thought they were supposed to show like the the, the top three matches. I don't yeah. know where they showed it because this was like it wasn't even a new episode. So it was a repeat from 2015 
talking about wow. matches in 2013. I'm like, <laughs> wow. this is on a Saturday night, like at 10 o'clock. Like maybe this was just maybe the main show debuts on another time, but yeah. you know, I, like this is why this is why like it's hard for me. You know? What got a ton of New Japan World got a ton of new subscribers from this? Over 25,000. I heard. Yeah, the idea was new about 20,000. Yeah. yeah. Um, they Shit. sold out more seats in the Tokyo Dome that they have in, in years. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really big. And I know that uh, Mark Cuban is part owner of Axis. He wants to. He sees that they are a competition for WWE, and he wants to do more. But until you put the freaking shit when it's on, like when people are hot for it, then when yeah. you you know. I think the only thing with like getting, you'll get the wrestlers here, but to get like American fans and all that. The language thing is tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is. Because you tune in and, you, and you're watching it. Unless, like, you have, like, well, tune in and you're like, oh, here's Kenny Omega and these guys cutting pro Because you need promos. Yeah. And you need the drama. Like, if you just want to watch it for the talent and the matches, maybe that's a good thing. But you know fans over here and kids over here, they want to see the stories. They want to see the characters. Yeah. And the language thing is hard. Well, I don't think this is going to be for kids. They're not going to. This is going to be, like, almost like the old school ECW where it was just good matches. Yeah. And... Let me tell you, there was no fluff to this man, None. this thing. It was six straight hours of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe before the Jericho match, like the top last three matches. It was like a five-minute video package yeah. between those two matches. Yeah. That was okay. it. Good. Not the 20 minutes before, he, before every match. Yeah. yeah, over and over. The same package you've been watching. And literally watched multiple times in that same episode. All right. It almost makes you feel dumber watching WWE than watching New Japan because they assume that you know things and they don't have to water it down. Like, this is what's happening. If yeah. you don't understand what's happening, then we're sorry for you. Yeah. Where, like, Vince is like, here you go. <laughs> Roman Reigns is unstoppable and yeah. Braun Strowman can rip down fixtures. Yeah. So, but. All right. Sweet. Check it Wrap out it if up. you can. Yeah. Please, thank you for listening. And, uh,. Leave your thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom or what we screwed up in the comment section. And uh, please like, share, subscribe, invite. Thanks. Later. Good night.